yes, 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 welcome to Ball Sports Podcast, the podcast with balls about balls. And we are your hosts, I'm Buddha. You already know who this is, this is Nels, aka Big Facts in Full Effect. Episode 141. What about 141, bro? Tell me something about it. I don't know nothing about no 141, dude. The fuck? Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing, bro. Me neither, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought I did. I thought I did. So what's up, man? How y'all boys living, man? In, in, a, in a sportless world. Um, Doing all right, bro. Doing all right. Just uh, getting through day by day. I feel that. Playing a lot of Call of Duty. A lot of Call of Duty lately. A lot of Call of Duty. Bro, what? A lot of Call of Duty, bro. I love it. But it's good because it's been rainy and shit, so it's fine. Agreed. My 2K, my player is officially a 99 overall paint beast center. Congratulations, man. How does it feel to have a 99? Amazing. Is he unstoppable? Yeah, if these niggas give me the ball. Oh, they don't give you the ball? You know, what team you play for? I play for the Heat. Oh, I ain't talking about on my career. My career, yeah, he, he the beast. He a beast on the court. I'm talking about it like the wreck and stuff like that. Oh, you be playing that wreck stuff? Yes, sir. Gotta play in the wreck, my boy. I mean, wreck is cool. You do gotta get the ball, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is point. Oh, this is pointless. <laughs> it's pointless, man. So interestingly enough, I was watching, um, not watching, but I was on ESPN the other day because I was trying to stream uh, the last UFC that you guys were talking about. Yeah. And did you know that there's such a lack for sports that freaking uh, they're now showing Japanese baseball. Because, oh you know, yeah, Japanese yeah. baseball is back. <laughs> oh yeah, they've been sh- they've been showing that bit live at like two in the morning because like I guess yeah, it's whatever bro. time over there it's yes. like normal baseball time. So yeah, they've yes, been showing that bro. shit late at night, bro. That's hilarious. Shit's crazy, bro. It's crazy that they're already back up and running with sports, considering how close they were to where shit started, bro. Facts. Shit, maybe they ain't. And, they're, and, they, and they got, I don't, I haven't been able to see the actual footage, but I wonder, what I want to know is, is there, is there fans there? Or are they just playing baseball just in an empty, empty stadium? Not sure. I have not been able to see any, because that's past my bedtime and I'm old. I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I honestly do. I feel so, like Japan, all right. I feel like Japan wasn't is pretty low on the numbers too, so they probably got it. Japan, they got ahead of this shit pretty quickly. Then. True. Facts. That's facts. So I mean, um, 
granted, there's there's nothing really in the sports world. I just wanted to share with you guys. I don't know if y'all were watching, um, but I I actually took the time to watch uh, that Lance Armstrong special. How was that? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's not bad, bro. To be honest, like I'm not gonna make an excuse for anybody who does like the doping and stuff like that, but I always want to know the why. Right. That's usually what I that's usually what I care about. Like what is your what is your why? What is your, what is your why? Why are you didn't doing they, it? Didn't they initially try to blame it on some kind of cream or something that he was using? So actually the cream the cream thing, that's um Barry Bonds. Oh, um, my bad, I think my bad. I think Lance what's interesting is Lance's doping is not as I don't want to say bad, but for lack of better terms, it's not as egregious as like when it's performance enhancing, which which actually opened my mind because when I think of performance enhancement, I think like, you know, you're taking stuff, you're getting bigger. Right. But like really what it was was like it's it's something that you take that allows you to produce more uh it allows you to produce more red blood cells. Mm-hmm. So what so since he produces more red blood cells, what happens is is that it, it allows for you to have more oxygen. That's like um how a lot of the like when John Jones got busted, like what he was doing, he was recycling his blood into his system. Right, like, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something something along, along those lines. So when you're reading these kind of things, right? Like for example, and, and that's why John Jones always gets a bad end of the stick, because they always talk about his cocaine. Right, and you know, you hear the word doping. Coca- yeah, think, cocaine's not what get was getting him suspended. It, that shit's out of your system not. in like three days. Exactly. So not that I that's the thing. So <laughs> <laughs> you snap. So not that I, I'm defending either one, but it's kind of like, damn, there really is levels to what you're taking, like you know the 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 steroids and like uh, the HGH and stuff like that. So what he was doing was just finding ways. To get more like oxygen, you know, capabilities in his in his body, and you know his thing was like, you know, I'm the best in the world. You know, what I'm saying like I'm damn good at what I do, and it's like I can't keep up with these guys. You know what I mean? So in his mindset, he's like, man, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I felt him when he was talking about that. You know what I mean? And he he definitely sounds legit. Like when he gives his reasoning, I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. I don't agree with it, per se, but I get it. But it's good though, man. It talks about like, it talks about how he came up, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's covered up until up until the point he wins. I think his first Tour de France. And I'll say this much too, like really, bro. I didn't realize that the Tour de France was literally—it's a tour of France. Yeah, but you know what's so funny to me? No mm. one gave a fuck about Tour de France before Lance Armstrong, and no one has given a fuck since. Since, correct. That's, That's so wild to me, bro. He was the sport. It was only you only yeah, you only like looking geez. to watch him. Don't nobody That's came, bags, came bro. It's wild. Five other niggas in the Tour de France. Well, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, is like when it comes to sports in general, right? Like when we care about certain things, 
we care about what makes the sport the sport. Right. We care about the machismo. We care about like you know we care about the swagger. You can't say that for what it's worth. He didn't have he didn't have swagger. Like Lance definitely had swagger. Like he when he would wear the yellow jersey, right? He was Nike'd out. U.S. Postal Service. Like he wore his stuff well. The wristbands, Bill. Yeah, like he. You know what I'm saying? Like he had like the good marketing that comes with it, and you know. Honestly, we're assholes, and you know um, Americans only care about American shit. That's facts. That's just what it is. So, like, when you have an American that's doing well at a sport, we're gonna get behind it, and and it all depends on how they're doing it. Like, we don't care about golf anymore. You know, the only time we care is when we're talking about Tiger. Facts. That's you know what facts. I'm saying? And and the reason why we care about Tiger, you know, and the guys before him, like you know um, Nicholas and and. Uh, uh, who am I missing in that? Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Those guys had swag. Mickelson. Mickelson. Yeah, Phil Mickelson. Like, I don't know if you I don't know if you guys saw the the game. Like it was him, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Like, even in the, the beginning, like Phil Mickelson uh, Mickelson, sorry, he did uh like a whatchamacallit, like a uh like a pregame speech of sorts. Mm-hmm. And he snapped. Yo, and I was I like, do, I was like, see, that's why people can get behind him. Since, right since you mentioned that, I do got to say, Peyton Manning is hilarious, bro. He has swag. Like, <laughs> there's something about Peyton, like his delivery of shit is like it's so sincere but funny. Like the way he says certain things, bro. Like, oh my gosh, that man's gained just goofy. a lot of knowledge over his years. Facts. <laughs> and I like bro. the little jabs him and Tom were taking at each other the whole time. Tom definitely showed a different side of himself. I say this much. That's the first time that I've heard competitive Tom. Yeah. So that was that was definitely that was definitely something Who won interesting. That? Tom, Peyton, um, Peyton and uh, Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. Oh, uh, he gets to talk shit. Man. Peyton and Tiger. Oh, of course. Tiger was on that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, like. By the way. Because of that, I am excited to hear more from Tom this year in the NFL since he's not, you know, because, you know, Patriots organization is very hush hush. Mm -hmm. And now that he has like a coach who's very much more uh, charismatic with the media, like I think that'll free him up. It'll be interesting to actually hear that side of him now because you never really got to see much of it. In New England. I mean, you're, you're, you're definitely seeing some of it now. Plus, he's the and, wily old vet now, so he can right. kind of just say whatever the fuck he wants to at this right, point. Right, right. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, he can save the view of the wily old vet in the NFL because, honestly, the only wily old vet that was, like, talking like that was uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't necessarily say the best things. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> He doesn't necessarily say the best thing, so it's it makes every like vet look like an a hole. So <laughs> even though like I'll say this much, granted, I always felt like Aaron Rodgers had a reason to say what he was saying. I just always felt his delivery could have been so much better. I think he just gained more respect if he if he would just change up his delivery because it does matter. No, um, it's true. Yeah, and I think that's just that's literally the ultimate difference between him and Brett Favre and I think that's why like people still show Brett Favre love over Aaron is because I think Aaron was just never really okay with handling that that pressure of things being your fault when it's really not yeah and Brett's Brett's very personable right that's the ultimate sign of a quarterback to me like 
everything's going to be your fault, even when it's not. So are you going to just, like, take it? Or are you going to sit there and, like, you know, not necessarily shit on your team, but make it bigger than you, per se? Right, right. Ain't nobody tell you to be a quarterback. You wanted to be a quarterback, you'll goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? So when things are good, everybody says it's because of you. When things are bad, everybody's going to say it's because of you. That's just how it goes. So anyway, so back to the to the Lance Armstrong thing, bro. Like, I think you guys should watch it. It's really good, bro. Like, it, I it just it just goes to show that like when it comes to American sports in general, you either got it or you don't. And like, and yeah. and the crowd and and the people will tell you, bro. And you said it perfectly. Like, think about it. Everybody was getting into cycling. I remember like around Tour de France time, like people actually watched it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, mm-hmm. now, like you said, like, people don't give a shit. We don't even... We can't even name American cyclists. I can't name a single cyclist, period. I, I can't, can't name, name a single cyclist one. ever besides Lance Armstrong. Exactly. Not exactly. One. I can name... I can name the... I can name his tutor. I can name his mentor, which was, uh... Freaking Greg LeMond. I can name him. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why I can name him is because... And this goes right into what I was saying. Like, I used to... I'm a freaking nerd. So I used to read the encyclopedia. So when I would use the when I would read the encyclopedia, like one of the things would be like the sports area. So my dad got an encyclopedia set from like 1992, 1991, 1992. So in the sports almanac section, like what they talked about was like Jordan and and uh, Magic, because that was the NBA Finals at that time. And, like, I mm-hmm. think the Super Bowl winners was, like, the Giants or something like that. I think I think it might have been the Giants. Giants or the, or the Redskins. So, interestingly enough, like, I saw the Tour de France. And, like, I saw, like, other people who won. But I didn't care about them. I only cared about the American winners. So, that's why I knew his name. Because I was like, all right, he won. He's American. So, he's cool. <laughs> so like you know that's that's number one like you gotta be a winner and you gotta have swag because there was another winner of the Tour de France after Lance Armstrong and his name was like Floyd Landis or something like that and like right. we ain't talk we ain't talk about that man bro like we ain't give a shit like he won and I think we were happy that he won but then after the fact we were like oh alright like that's cool what's next and he didn't really like do anything to kind of add to his name and his stature so like people just didn't care and I think Floyd Landis also got caught up in that same doping scandal too but nobody talks about that they only talk about Lance you know what I'm saying so I like watching those 30 for 30s I think it's a 30-30 that you should watch there's a TV 14 version and there there's a mature rating and he cusses a lot um, Lance Armstrong cusses a lot like he, they were saying how like he did like a time trial and he was going up against this one guy, and the guy was supposed to be like the second best or third best cyclist on the USA uh, Olympic cycling team. So mm-hmm. they race, and one of the things that you got to worry about when you're riding, when you're like cycling, is the headwind and the tailwind, which is the wind that you go into and the wind that you go against. He was like, when he, when he had tailwind, he was keeping up with Armstrong. So for him, he's like, man, this guy ain't shit. He was like, it wasn't until they turned back around in the time trial and they were going up against the headwind that Lance really, like, started showing out. Like, he's like, bro, this man just, he has a motor, bro. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it just never stops. He said when it was done, he was trying to play it off like he was good. 
but he was like, he didn't want to go again. Like he, he was just trying to play it off just so he didn't look soft in front of his peers. And he said, like, Les got done, got off the bike, and was like, let's go some more. Come on, you pussy. Let's keep going. And I was like, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> Straight up. As, <laughs> what you thought this was. That's crazy. Like, he said it just like that. Talking like, that shit. let's keep going. Come on, you pussy. I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah. oh. Talking that shit. Let's okay. Go. Swag it you out. Talking, like, you talking this shit. He just talks, he, and, and I'll be real with you, like, Lance talks cash shit, too. But he does it super humbly. Like, like he'll say, like, he's better than you, but he says it in a way, like, he is an asshole, but, like, you can't even really, like, you can't even really get after him for it. Like, it just is what it is. It, it, it was really good, bro. It was really good, that first part. And I think after that one, they're going to do another 30 for 30 on the uh, 98 home run race, which was Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, and both of them were taking steroids. So I'm like, yo, is 30 for 30 trying to say something right now? <laughs> they trying to say something right now, bitch. Saying all y'all boys Cheating, you can up. be as good as you, right? Cheating, you can be as good as these guys. Just don't get caught. Basically. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much... That's pretty much my 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 weekend or my week in sports. You guys have anything y'all week in sports? Um, I started watching the show Ultimate Tag. Yo, I saw a commercial for that. How how is it? It's actually entertaining as fuck. Not gonna lie. So it's hosted by the three Watt brothers, JJ, TJ, and Derek, and um, it's it's crazy because like you got these. Each week, it's uh, three men, every man for himself, and three women, every woman for herself, or whatever. And uh, there's one one man winner, one woman winner each week. And um, they basically have these series of different kinds of tag games um, where they have, like, different, like, ribbons and stuff attached to their body for the taggers to get. So, like... It's not just like, oh, I touch you and you're out. It's like, they got to pull the tag off them. But um, it's like a full obstacle course in the middle of this place. And like first round, it's, they just have to avoid being tagged. And the people that are tagging them, like there's like a group of taggers. They're like parkour experts, free runners, like all the like acrobats. So like they're able to do all this crazy shit to get to these people. And it's, it's pretty nuts. So like one is just, you're just trying to, avoid being tagged second round you're having to make it from one end to the other and hit a button as many times within the allotted time and stuff and like as you're playing these different rounds you're accumulating points and it all comes down to like the end where like there's this big course and you're going against multiple taggers and stuff like it's dope though it's dope that sounds that sounds dope bro yeah and these people these people yeah these people be getting banged up too because they're in there without helmets and like the course there's a lot of like metal pieces and stuff like that so people are tripping busting their ass and shit bro like it's Oh, it's hell. it's tough, bro. <laughs> oh hell. Yeah. Oh, that's lit, man. I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna take a look. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look. It's on yeah, it's on Hulu. The first two episodes are on Hulu. <laughs> um and then I just have one thing from uh NXT that I wanna share. Okay. They got creative again and they created a new match. Uh, this past week on NXT, it was a uh, it was a cage fight, but it was like 
it was like a pit fight almost. Like they they entered up onto this platform and the platform was just this big square and inside the, the middle of the square, it drops down into the ring where it's surrounded by cage. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow that down, run it back. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> All right, so, so, so imagine the ring, right? Okay. With uh, four cage walls around it. Not super tall cage walls like you would see in a normal steel cage match. Maybe like six feet tall. Okay. Okay, so it's like just about as tall as the people that are in there. And on top of that six feet is like a platform where the referee, where one of the referees is walking up there. So it's like a walk platform that surrounds the top of the cage. Okay. And there's one referee in the ring with them. And the rules of the match are there's no pinfall. You can only win by knockout or submission. So it's like an actual like fight fight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was Matt Riddle, who is a former UFC guy, versus this guy, Timothy Thatcher, who wrestles in NXT UK, who they brought over here because he's fucking good. Like, he's like a technical, like, machine. And he hits hard as fuck. And, like, bro, these guys were killing each other. Like, they was going ham. At one point, Riddle punched Buddy in the mouth, knocked his teeth out. Like, Jid's mouth was full of blood. Like, I don't know if it was just a work. But if it was, beautiful. Beautiful execution. Because it shit looked real as fuck. Um, but just mouth what is that? Of, what is that? What is that going to be called? Or like, what is that? I don't know. Well, they were just calling it... I don't know. They were just calling it a cage fight. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's something they're going to use more often or not. But, like, it was, it was dope. Because it added a more hard-hitting element to it. Like, these guys were just running around. Like, it was just violent. It was just a match of, like... Just nonstop violence. It wasn't a lot of rest holds and things like that. Like, there's no ropes. That's another thing. There's no ropes. Hmm. So, like, it's just the ring with cage sides in this platform. So, it's not like you got to try to escape. So, there's no people trying to escape. At one point, Riddle climbed up to the platform just to do, like, his little flip thing off of it onto Buddy. Yeah, but like, yeah, I would recommend if you have like Hulu or anything like that or the WWE Network, go watch that match. I guess it was fire. Like they like it was it was a different concept and they they did a good job with it. Hmm. Interesting. Indeed. I appreciate you for sharing it. Like I'm I'm literally like envisioning it in my head. And I'm like, yo, that must look crazy. It yeah. I wonder if UFC is gonna say anything about that. I mean, shit. They, I mean, they were low key probably the inspiration for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. say something, I'd be like, I, I, if I was the UFC like uh, social media handle, I'd at WWE and be like, "You're welcome." Yeah. Um, right now, I am. I'm gonna take a screenshot, and just so you can kind of see what the out, like the layout is that I'm that I'm talking about. I'm gonna text it to you guys right now. Sorry for the people at home that you can't see this, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Alright. And sent. So here, now you should have a, a visual of, of what I'm talking about. So I guess a pit fight maybe is what they're calling it. Ooh. 
Okay, that does look kind of dope. That shit's tough, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like tough, that. I like bro. that. I like that. I like that. I like that. You see it, Dylan? Yeah, that's dope. I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. your fault. Different. Definitely not UFC esque. Right. See, and that's why I fought like I fought with different shit, bro. Give me give me different shit. Now's the time. See that? That's one thing I'll definitely say about like the virus has been really good for WWE in that regard. Like they've definitely expanded to different things that they can absolutely build on. Facts. Which is cool. Oh, and AEW is crushing it right now. I read. Doc. They had this uh, stadium stampede match where they fought all over Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium. Oh, wow. Because, you know, the owners own the team. So, like, they were, like, jumping off of the bleachers, through things. Like, they was doing all kinds. Of st- there was a horse out there on the field because one of the dudes is a cowboy. So, he Wait, had his ho- ho- Yeah, he had his horse out there and shit. What is he they was going nuts, bro. Film? Huh? A horse. Yeah, what bro. So, like... So, like, they, they was doing that. And then, like, just this past week on AEW, uh, Chris Jericho and Mike Tyson got into a huge brawl. I saw that, but it looked it looked kind of cheesy, no? Bro, it reminded me of, like, the old Attitude Era shit. Okay. So, like, you know, when Stone Cold and them was brawling. Except this, you know, it was dope because with Tyson was, like, UFC fighters. Like, Rashad Evans was in that bitch with him. Uh, Henry Sejudo was in there with him. Like, there was a few guys in there, so... Like it was cool, bro. I fucked with it. It gave me that. It gave me like the feels of like old school shit. It's so it's like Mike Tyson gonna be involved in a match or something. Like how's that well, gonna go? Well, at the pay per view, he was uh, he was there as an enforcer for um, the TNT title because now they have a secondary title in AEW, the TNT title. Um, and it was between Cody Rhodes and this guy Lance Archer. And, what is the um, TNT title supposed to be? Like a TV well, title, well, I guess. Yeah, because they're on TNT. They're on TNT Network, so that's like their yeah, that's like their TV title basically. So is that is that title gonna be up for a contention like every show or something? Maybe like not. How the e- TV title was. It may not be every show, but like I'm sure probably pretty regularly it will be. Like depending on what the story is and stuff like that, but um, but like I fought with it because. It, like Tyson was there just as an enforcer, so he wasn't too big in, as like he's not there as far in a wrestling aspect. Not sure what's gonna happen in the future, but like you know whatever they're doing just to get more eyes on the product, bro, is, is working. Because since AEW started, they've only lost one week during the entire run against uh, NXT, and that really? was and that was the week of Christmas. Every other week they've won. Yeah, so they're they're doing good things, man. And WWE's even biting off of AEW in certain aspects. So like it's how so? Um, well now they have people in their crowd. Like they have uh, wrestlers, like the not necessarily people you're gonna see every week on NXT, but like the people that are training at the performance center trying to get, you know, T V time on NXT. So they're NXT wrestlers in the crowd and they're acting like a crowd. Um you know, so they're they're cheering for the good guys, booing the bad guys, or like the heels that are there are cheering for the bad guys and stuff like that. So there's that split like you would normally see at an event just to kind of give it more atmosphere and stuff. And AEW's been doing it. And now AEW, like, they have, like, the wrestlers in there, plus, like, some of the crew people's families are there. So there's, like, more people, you know? 
So it's they're they're doing what they got to do. Different. Yeah, man. Very different. Very different. AEW might you know they might you know they cooking take off on y'all lie. Yeah, they cooking. That's interesting, bro. So, in your mind, if you were to make a prediction, where do you where do you foresee AEW being in the next mm, five years? In the next five years, yeah. Um, I see them still being a strong second place to WWE in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely see their numbers growing. Like right now, every week they're averaging about eight hundred and fifty thousand people watching, which is good. Wow. Which is really good. But you know, in comparison to WWE, who's getting you know in the high one point whatever, you know, two point whatever. Because, um, I mean, nobody's watching wrestling as much as they were back in the day where WCW and uh, WWE were, like, each getting, like, three point whatever million each week. Um, so those numbers are going to be down regardless. They're, they're probably never going to get to that point again. But I could definitely see, I could definitely see um, in the next five years, AEW getting up to the, like, the strong, like, 1.5s, like, steady. For sure. Why do you why do you think why do you think that uh, people aren't watching wrestling as much? Um, they they fell out of love with it, bro. Like it was they become dis- disenchanted with it. I feel like once once they started going to a more PG route, it just lost a lot of the interest. Like they started appealing to kids when kids aren't spending money on tickets, right? Like it's it's great that yeah kids can watch it's family friendly awesome but like fuck like I'm the one buying these tickets if I'm not even gonna be entertained like I'm straight right <laughs> like I'm I'm good <laughs> so I, it's I don't know bro it's 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 just different like I mean WWE's not hurting because of it because now they're global they're a global empire. So they're making that money up elsewhere on like all these international tours and stuff like that. Um, so they're not hurting in that regard. But yeah, like people, it's just, it's a phase. Like people, like wrestling for a while was just like, it was the shit. These guys were rock stars. And I think, you know, I think social media played a part in it. I think a lot of, you know, once kayfabe was dead, it kind of hurt a lot of it. And yeah, man, like it's just the characters really kind of became watered down. That's another thing. I can see that too. Like, yeah, the, the characters yeah. are definitely not, and not that the was same a, when it comes Right, to that. and that was a byproduct of things becoming more family-friendly. Just like when they resurrected ECW. It wasn't ECW. That wasn't ECW. <laughs> ECW, you'd have Devon and Bubba Ray out there. Bubba Ray telling the crowd, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck your wife and make her suck my dick." Type shit. He was doing no, that. On one, you could see, that, you could see that on WWE stand, Network. The one night stand pay per view was ECW. Everything they that did, one, yeah, that's the one. Everything exactly. they did after that was just like, "Hey, yeah, we're just gonna have yeah. to come out." Every yes, everything they did in on. Philly in um in the uh, Hammerstein Ballroom, everything they did there was ECW. But once like they resurrected the brand and it be, just became a third brand. Oh. It wasn't ECW. JBL and them pulled all these niggas out there. You suck dick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, damn. Bro. Some niggas going, yeah. <laughs> niggas going off on y'all. Like. <laughs> so, like, it's just one of those things. Like, 
the people that were into it, like us as teenagers and and kids that grew up watching it, bro, like as adults, we don't have that no more. You know, it's not it's not the same. And I mean, I see they're trying to to do things different and trying to be better and stuff like that. But I feel like they've lost that audit like that. They're not getting those numbers back ever again because these people have moved on with life and it's hard for somebody to to sit down and just get back into wrestling. It's hard to just right. get back into when you're not familiar with who any of these people are on your screen. You know, it's like you have no investment in anybody. You know, that's that's funny that you say that, right? Because you're you're literally like you're speaking to me in the sense of like, you know, I used to go crazy for wrestling back in the day, like Right. But for me now, like I watch it, but it's just not you know, it's just not something no, as you know, like it's just not something that I I, was, I really care for like that. I was the, yeah, I was it's the, different. I was the kid that had Here Comes the Pain. I had mm-hmm. Freaking every SmackDown versus Raw. I had the first SmackDown. I had them bitches on Nintendo 64. They had them every year they came out. I watched every single Monday Night Raw when I could. Every SmackDown when they started. The only thing I didn't watch was pay-per-views. So it's like, when you right. get to a certain And if you could and, watch the pay-per-views, you, you would. I would have. And I am now. That's why I'm back watching all my, the old shit that I might have missed. You feel me? I'm back watching them now and stuff, but it's like to sit there and like be invested in this WWE now with these people. It's like nah, let the, whoever is invested now could be invested now, but it would take a lot to be deeply invested now. Like I'm invested to pay per views to hopefully see some new shit. You feel me? But that's what it would take, and it, it, it takes them making the excitement that they get in pay per views. You gotta move those to the live shits. Like, cause no, no offense to WWE even in the past, but in the past, like when I was watching, when I went back and watched like some of the late nine, like a lot of the '90s stuff, like the wrestling was kind of boo boo for me. It was like a lot of the, the the entertainment that was fire, but I was like, some right. of the matches were boring. And, like, oh yeah, like, the wrestlers, the wrestlers are better they, now for sure. Me, so like, that's for sure. But but it's still it's they made still it exciting, like... and then you really saw a mix of good entertainment and great wrestling. When the pay per views got around, that's when you saw all the crazy shit. But and then when Monday Night Raw, Raw start Raw, I mean War started happening, like it's really entertaining and stuff like that. But like right now, they're not doing any, enough of like great entertainment. Like they took away so much that it's hard for you, unless like these dudes are doing really crazy shit, which they're not because they're trying to be safe. It's not gonna be as entertaining. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You don't got the Jeff Hardys jumping off 15, 20 feet. You don't got blood. Nice. You don't got cursing you don't got the stuff that made it very entertaining so you gotta find something new right. which is why they might need to keep biting off AEW while shit until them niggas copyright or something I'll just keep doing whatever them niggas doing cause it's working right you right you're 100% right on that that's interesting yeah cause you know like the characters ain't the same like I'm not as attached you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when I was a kid. And I mean, honestly, too, probably because, you know, I was younger. But in the same context, though, like, I remember, like, I used to watch these things and be like, damn, like, I really want this dude to win. Like, even when I knew it wasn't real, because at first I was like, you know what? Maybe the fact that, like, I know now, like, it's not it's not real. Maybe that does play a part, right? But even then still, like, 
when I was 15, 16, and, like, I knew it wasn't all the way real. Like, I still wanted these guys to win. Like, I was still invested in who they are. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, it's like... Mm, like, I feel it, but I don't feel it the same. Oh, you're, just, you're just not attached to these characters, man. So, that's that's a good point, Buddha. I didn't even think about that, man. Like you, you just, you just, you just spoke to my soul. <laughs> so, all right. Um, kind of wanted to transition over from sports a little bit because you know there are other elements in in life that's going on that do matter. So you know, um, you guys are aware of what's been going on in Minneapolis. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so what are your what are some of your guys' viewpoints on the situation? Um, and you know, like, what is your, like, what is, what is your, like, ultimate outlook on everything? Like, do you, what do you feel about, like, the writing? Like, you know, like, how do you do, and by the way, rest in peace to, to George Floyd. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but the video is definitely, like, heart-wrenching, to say the least. Right. Um, but like, what do you guys? What do you? What are your feelings so far? Like, also like, you know, the, there's a good, a good um, crowd of social media people that aren't calling it riots. They say call it a rebellion. Don't give it like a, a bad name or whatever the case may be. So, what do you? What do you guys feel about everything so far? Well, that wait on me, man. You're low key. That's how y'all say you guys, and then wait on me. I mean, I'm not gonna speak first. Why are you not? Because I always speak first. That's a lot. Okay. Well, you gonna speak first or not? I'm thinking of what I'm trying to say. Y'all over here putting niggas on the spot. Y'all ain't even say Dylan. Yeah, but Dylan, how do you feel about the situation, young man? I'm thinking about what I want to say. <laughs> All right, bet. Um, I mean. I'll start by just doing a slight intro. I mean, I think that for anybody to expect a different, for anybody to expect a different result, uh, especially after watching the video, I mean, you'd be kind of, it'd be kind of crazy to think anything else. Like, I mean, that was just a terrible turn of events. Um, I mean, the, the cop definitely didn't do his job. And, you know, again, when you watch the video, you're watching at least six minutes of a dude who's pleading for his life. And and you're literally listening to his soul leave his body. Like, that's the best way for me to really say it. He was looking at you, too. Right. Like, he he had to have known that he wasn't playing around. I mean, at one point in time, he kind of goes a little lethargic and and starts calling out for his mom. Yeah, he starts the Mm -hmm. same shit. Yeah, so for me, like... Yeah, for me, even if I was in that guy's shoes, I'm sitting there like, all right, like, this guy's really not doing okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit crazy. It's like, oh, it's weird. And it's weird to find out that they work together. Yeah, tell I, I didn't do enough research on that. So what do they mean, like, they work they together? They worked at this lady's, like, club at one point for, like, years. Like at the same exact oh, job. Oh, so he knew shit. So it's like mm-hmm. they're trying to know about it. So there's a, there's definitely a, high, a huge possibility that they know that they know each other because of that. Um, 
And these the officers had 18 prior complaints. One of those complaints. Really? Yeah, one of those complaints was he shot a guy in the stomach in his home 12 years ago responding to a domestic abuse call. Um, and yeah, his partner, the little Chinese buddy that was out there, he he has six um, six prior uh, complaints towards him. One of them being a, a excessive force abuse type of settlement case that got settled for like $25,000 where somebody claimed that after being arrested by him, he was like getting beat up while in custody, like kicked and punched and kneed and all this stuff by the, the, the oh, officer wow. that was standing there just sitting there like arguing with the people. So that was, he had six complaints of his own. The other one had eight. The one that they arrested had 18 complaints, which is crazy that most of these complaints went with them just keep being able to just keep working. And one of them legit had a settlement case against him. So it's definitely a weird. It's definitely a, a it's deeper than both of them because I feel like now it becomes like your department has an issue. Like your entire department is kind of corrupt now. You have so is this the city of the city of Minneapolis police, yeah. or is this like city. Minneapolis State Police? The city of Minneapolis Police. Like your mm. your whole entire department is corrupt because you have a guy that had eighteen complaints that is just walking around still patrolling our streets. I don't never hear an incident where somebody can be in a job because this is a job at the end of the day. Y'all ain't entitled to being cops. I don't understand why like people act like cops can't. I feel like why I feel like cops only get fired when they kill somebody. That Man, I mean that that's really be a thing. it. Like, you should they get put on administrative leave for anything else? Get kind of investigated if they feel like they're not fitting for that area that they're in. They just transfer them. Hey, but these dudes do not but get fired. That's weird. Well, at least he's in custody and being charged, so well, like, we can 18, see what happens from there. Prior complaints like dude, this dude could have already been off these streets. Yeah. But y'all let him can go back to work after 18 complaints. Any other person, any other job, you're fired. You're never coming back to that job. After three, maybe. You got 18. That's true. 18? That's a lot, bro. 18. And now y'all just, oh, shit. Now we got fired. him. Why? Because it's on video now. So it's like your, your department has an issue. And then you guys go out today and they arrest a CNN personality. A dude is out there on live television yeah, doing news coverage and they arrest him. As he's telling them, hey, we can move if us being here is the problem. Or not, nah, we just... Being polite as shit. Being polite as hell. Or not, nah, we just gonna get arrested. And then be like, hey, why'd you... What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I'm just following orders. Y'all think it's dumb over there. Y'all don't know what y'all doing. Did you hear about... Did you hear about... Um... They had a white reporter out there. And yeah, that he was, yeah, he was like, yeah, they were pretty polite with me. He asked my credentials. I told him, and they let. And they was like, okay, you're allowed to be here. And then on the one they arrested the other buddy. What's funny is they arrest him, and then a good like five minute goes by before they start trying to arrest the rest of his crew. And I'm like, I know y'all had a conversation. When it's like, oh shit, because they arrested the, the 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 main reporter, took him away, like. Brought him to like this wall of police officers who opened their gates and then who opened the wall up, let him go in, and then they closed the wall back up and they just had him standing there in the middle with a bunch of other cops. 
and then they wait about five minutes before they even start arresting the rest of the crew as if they weren't even going to do it in the first place. And they were like, oh, shit. We got to get everybody because it's going to look crazy mm-hmm. if you just get the one black guy in the crew and don't get the whole crew. So they ended up later on as like, then as time go by, they were like, okay, now they arrest the producer. Then they arrest the cameraman. And it's like, nigga, why you ain't arrest? I have all these cops and y'all just happen to just one by one arrest all these dudes. Right. Five minutes after you arrest the I main ain't... reporter. Like, it looks, it yeah, looks so suspect. Bad. And it's like, y'all really don't know what y'all out there doing. Like, y'all really don't. I don't, y'all, I don't know what kind of guidelines or bylaws y'all work by, but it's clearly fucked up. And it's been fucked up for a long time because a senator, one of the senators of, of, of the city was like, I lived in this country 53 years, in this state 53 years. And my mother used to tell me to watch out for the Minneapolis PD. Oh, so it's been like it's been it's been uh so y'all, crazy like this for exactly, years. That corruption's been going on for on, years. So y'all, y'all, your infrastructure been messed up, and that's why your precinct got burnt all the way down. Facts. <laughs> because they got tired of that. And at this point, I'm not finna be somebody that's sitting there saying, "Oh, we need to be at peace with God and Kumbaya." Nah, fuck all that. Let them people get their shit off. At this point. Facts. Saying it's not working doesn't help shit because nothing's been working. So if you don't have the answer, stop telling people this is not working. We don't have the answers, Sway. Because at the end of the day, they All can't right. change until the people at the top change. So the people at the top right. choose to and, not and change, then we're not finna change. You, we gonna change by how we act. And this is a change because exactly. niggas haven't seen these since the, since the watch. So this is a change, technically. <laughs> So, all right, so that's a perfect segue because now you're talking about the rioting. So what are what are your views upon the rioting? I feel the rioting are, it's like, you feel me, as, 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 as trash as it is, because you know your cities are being burnt down, but at the same time, I feel like the cities that are being burnt down or with the stuff that's getting burnt down, it's like, don't really benefit me worse much ever. It don't benefit my people. So it's like, and, and these are... A lot of these places that are being burnt down are, are owned by people that don't really give a fuck. And they show you that they don't give a fuck because they don't speak up. And I'm, I'm a strong believer in if you don't speak up on the injustices, then you're pretty much um, encouraging them. In my, part of the you're problem. a part of the problem. If you don't, if you don't, if, if there's, that's why I don't, that's why I feel like in my opinion, cops are bad in, as a whole in general. I don't care about good cop, bad cop, because if there's 10,000 good cops, and 10 bad cops and them 10,000 good cops don't say nothing that don't mention the fact that there's 10 of them that are bad and they don't put them out then there's 10,010 bad cops okay I, I agree with that period because if y'all know there's okay. trash around your circle and you and that y'all you're, if there's horrible police department if there's horrible police officers in your rent in your unit and you don't say something then you're just as responsible you're supposed to throw right. the trash away you're just as right, responsible yeah. for whatever happens to anybody. I don't care if you do your job well any day and you just mind your business. It's not your job to just mind your business. Your job is not to mind your business as a cop. It's to uphold the law, which includes keeping your own fellow officers in, in check. Line. Y'all don't got no rights to be out here killing people. Y'all not jo- y'all jobs is not to be out here killing people. That's criminals' jobs. Well, what's even more crazy is the fact that, like, you know, it's not—it's not just the fact that he's a cop and he's like not even upholding his part of the of his creed. 
but also the most the craziest part and i heard a cop saying it earlier today like it's within a cop's job to be a first responder like they go through these courses and like when you're a first responder your job is to make sure that no lives are lost yeah, you purposely during said, your time die two he said that yeah like you spent two minutes and ten seconds with his hand, or two minutes and ten seconds with his knee on the man's neck. After the fact, like two extra two minutes, was he unresponsive before this man took his knee off his neck? Oh my gosh! He went, I didn't even know he went unresponsive long. for two. He had his knee on his neck for eight minutes long, eight minutes straight. He took his and he didn't take his knee off his neck two until two minutes after the man had already like gone unresponsive. The people watched the man. Mind you, mind you. On top of that, this man said. That they that there was an ambulance on the way for him because I guess they knew there was some kind of medical condition. There was an ambulance already on the way. So if a man knowing you that you knowing this man has a medical condition and why he's telling you, you he can't breathe, why are you on, why his, are you on neck? his neck? And he's subdued already. He's already he's, he's handcuffing you. Well, because he's already handcuffed. he wasn't resisting ever. If you look at the video footage, they said he was resisting and stuff like that. But if you look at vi- the the video footage that the store released, uh. That they were outside of? Yeah. He was chilling. The entire time. And you decided, let me go put my... You knew what you were doing. And this is why I feel like... This is why I put a case for second or first degree. Only because of the fact that now... Now it's also coming out that you know this man. And it's like for him to not be struggling. And then for you to choose to put your knee on his... I've not seen many dudes put knees on necks. I've seen a lot of knees on backs. And they still be fucking people up with that. Well, I've seen a lot of people just choke hold you. But to put a, like, his, to specifically have your knee on his neck and for him to be looking down at him while he had his knee on his neck, the way he's looking down at him. If you go back and look at this video and watch the facial expression of this man as he has his knee on this dude's neck, as the people are talking to him, he's paying them no mind. He knows exactly what he's doing. Bro, it's beyond that. There's... There are certain things that I read or look at when it when it comes to body language, right? And what's what's nuts is, bro. He puts his hand in his pocket. Yeah, chilling. He knew exactly what he was doing, fam. You're not in he danger. He puts his hand. You're not in, in danger. His pocket. Let me ask y'all a question. When do you usually put your hands in your pockets? Big chill. As some grown ass, as some grown ass men. You ever put your hand in your pockets during a stressful situation? Not never. Jen ain't stressed for shit, man. That that was the part where I turned it off because I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. Like, but he was chilling with his life in his hand. Yeah, exactly. He took a life. He took. He's like, oh, this is perfect because now it just seems like I'm holding him down, vibing. I'm gonna let these people just go ahead and scream all this shit they didn't scream because you know people been screaming for years and they really gets them nowhere. Because I am an officer of the law, so technically I'm allowed to. Get, Subdue him like this and hold him down until people come for help. But while I'm doing this, I'm a kid. I'm a I'm a strangle this nigga without them. Well, and act like I'm not. That shit. Crazy. And act like I'm not. I'm gonna act. I'm strangle and then have my partner not even look back to see. The man refused to look back at this man. And then also he's like, the man was like, I can't breathe. He's like, see, he just spoke. Like what? <laughs> he said that. The little Chinese buddy is like. Because it was like, bro, you need to check the man. He, his nose is bleeding. Somebody was like, his nose is bleeding. But what are y'all doing? Like, da 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 He's like, he can't breathe. He can't da 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 And then buddy says, like, I can't breathe. And then buddy's like, oh, see, he just spoke. And then kept looking at them oh, like, my I'm like, bro, you're wild. Like, this is crazy. 
And this is why it's like I could care less about what they're doing to them people over there. I don't care less about, you feel me? Like, let them people get their shit off. Because whatever we've been doing for these years and years and years hasn't been working anyways. Niggas been losing their jobs. Niggas been so okay. fucking. Okay. So what about the people who were recording? Like, there's some people on Twitter who were saying like, oh, like, they should have defended him. Like, Because them people ain't trying to die either. Because them people ain't trying to die. You know, I had that vision in my head ever since. Of like, damn! I wish I could have been in. in what, damn! I wonder if in that situation, if I would have had the guts to boot this man in his head and get him off that man. But I ain't trying to get shot. Fuck around with them folk. What do you think, Buddha? But I feel like if it's a bunch of people and it's only two cops, I feel like those. If there's power, if there's number, if you have the number game, in my opinion, you should use it. Yeah, if, if the numbers are there, use it. If the numbers are there, you use should do it. citizen. It should make a citizens arrest on them niggas. Right, but if there is a one-on-one situation type like that, sometimes filming might filming, filming might be the only thing you can do at that point. I'm yeah, you because you that's the only I'm evidence. Not. That's the only evidence that'll be able to be used against that cop. So then, if you have the numbers, use them. I think at all times somebody should be filming. Oh, for sure. As bad as bad as that may sound, because you know, like, oh, you should be doing something like. I get that, but at the end of the day, and you got a man with a gun no, standing no, no face, no face, no case. You got a man with type a, shit. So, I, go ahead. You got a man with a gun standing in front of you. Yeah, I'm not strapped. I'm not about to go. If I ain't got a bunch of people with me that's gonna back me up, I'm not finna go attack it. Because in my head, I'm like, whoa, there's no somebody could have easily booted that man off his knee. I mean, off that man's neck. But you gotta see. I gotta make sure that. Buddy, by like his homeboy, don't come, don't lay one in the back of my head. As soon as I do that, that's fact. You feel me? So it's like I'm not, I, I, I'm willing to do it. But are y'all gonna back me up when I knock this nigga the head loose, or are y'all gonna run? <laughs> like, yeah. you feel me? Or y'all gonna let me get ate because up? because technically, if you were to do that, I'm saving a life. There, well, no, 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 no. I'm saying, but if you were to run up on them like that and do that, technically. They can put a bullet in your head and be justified. Exactly. That'd be the one justified murder. Yeah, Correct. and then I'll be sitting there like, why would he attack the police like that? That's what he attacked. And that's what the narrative is. Exactly. Would be. So it's, that's, that's, the balance, that's the balance it, that you have to think about. If niggas was together and niggas legit just removed you off this man, you could get this man, get put in custody or whatever, and ambulance could get here, but if niggas could at least get you off the man, it's like. I ain't hitting you to get to beat your ass. But I'm hitting you to get this, you to get the fuck up off this nigga. And then somebody could still have that recorded. Like that's a risk you would be. That'll be willing. That that'll be way worth taking. But at the same time, it's still a scary situation because you're still going down. Because I still, hey, I still so- put my hand on an officer, even if it was for the greater good. So they gonna bitch. I ain't even trying to go and. I'm trying to get arrested somewhere else. So, since we're talking about this, and I, I haven't watched this video yet because we're recording, but there's apparently a new video that just surfaced that show that apparently shows three police officers kneeling on George Floyd. Yeah, there's three, yeah. There was pictures that showed three. That's crazy. Yeah, so now, so now there's, so there's a video now, apparently. Holy crap. The plot thickens. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's segue into um, the rioting situation and like 
How do you feel about how the rioting has been going down? Um, you know, Buddha, I'm gonna let you go first. Um, what do you? What are your? Well, well, let me do a slight intro first before I let you go. So for me, I feel like there was no other response that people could have seen coming, other than the rioting itself. Now, naturally, there's multiple crowds of rioters or rebel or rebels or rebellions or whatever you want to call it. But I, I kind of want to see what you guys think. Like, what what are your views? Are you against it, for it? Is there stipulations to a certain extent? Not at all. Like, what, what are your guys' opinions on it so far? Um, okay. So, when it comes to the rioting, I'm cool with it. I get it. I'm all for it. Um, shit, even if things were to turn violent, I get it. I'm with it. I'm all for it. If you can't hit him in the pocket, hit him in the mouth. What I am not necessarily on board for is the burning down of some of these businesses um, because of the fact that, one, we don't know who owns these particular businesses. While some of these things are big corporate things, okay, cool. Sometimes you have these mom and pop places or these franchises that somebody might own and stuff like that. And these are repairs that are gonna have to come out of their pocket. So I feel if like if, if things are going to be, that's if they have insurance. So, right, but once again, you know, sometimes people can't afford it. You know, if they put all their savings into this business and they're hoping for the best, which oftentimes does happen, you know, now these people are fucked. And I feel like if you're, if your target, I feel like you should know your target and attack your target. That's how I always feel like this shit should go. So if your target is the police, Burn down everything police related, burn down city hall, everything government related, do all that shit because regardless, your taxpayer money's paying for it anyway. Your tax money, okay. your tax dollars are going to pay for that regardless. So you can still send a clear message without hurting your community. And, okay. you know, I think that it's one thing to damage, but then the looting on top of that, the looting is what makes everything, what makes everybody look bad. Because then it looks like, okay, you're no longer protesting something. Now you're just stealing shit. And I think okay. that that's where, especially for the mass media, lines get blurred. So I'm not on board for the looting. I'm completely on board for everything else. Yeah, I'm not a big fan um, of the looting either. But at the same time, like I said, letting people get their shit off. Because people, people's fed up. I just I'm not for the people that's out there just because they trying to be out there stealing some shit. Yeah, like there's a guy out there filming a music video during this shit. Like, bro, come on. I'm also not for these these law these undercover law enforcement people walking through the city breaking a lot of these places. That's to, facts. To, to to draw this narrative that people are people did it. Everything started with a cop doing it. Exactly. So you never know. Because you're like, and we're in a monkey see monkey do society. So who's to say? If nobody breaks, you feel me? If a if a cop doesn't go in and break this, that nobody actually goes in and loot. All it takes is one person, and it takes one dummy oh, but that, to sit there. And yeah, sit and but that was like, oh shit, that's what we doing. All right, we in there. Exactly, and this was extremely strategic on on the government's part oh, to do that. Sure. Um, and I have like you know full tinfoil hat on conspiracy theorist at this point, but like fuck, bro, like it's pretty clear that 
if they hadn't done this, there'd be no reason to bring in the National Guard. There'd be no reason to for for them to get violent back because it was a peaceful a peaceful protest up to that point. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't take any physical action, but that gave them the green light to basically do whatever the fuck they want. Right. So shit sad, man. But mm-hmm. I'm all I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. The writing ain't I ain't I ain't mad at it. It don't, so, it don't seem like it's ending anytime soon either. I don't know if maybe this arrest will change anything, but I don't so know. the arrest the arrest isn't going to change much. Um, interestingly enough, there's a big difference between this riot and and every other riot before it, or rebellion, whatever you want to call it. And the, the one main thing that cannot be misconstrued is that this is not a black movement. Like this is not just black people. Like, when you're looking at this, we're talking about Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It does not have a massive black population. We're not talking about Atlanta. We're not talking about L.A. We're not talking about Miami. We're not talking about Houston. We're not talking about Philly. We're not talking about New York. We're talking about Minneapolis, Minnesota. And these people are going ham right now. Ham. And when I look at the video, the reason why I was like, oh, this is going to be different is because I see black people. I see white people. I see Hispanic people. I see Asian people. And it's not necessarily just people from the hood. You're seeing regular, just middle-class people throwing bricks at cops, raising hell, raising a ruckus. I mean, I'm literally watching a disregard for police. I, I'm seeing car, police car after police car after police car get a brick thrown through it, getting stuff thrown at it. Police I've never getting seen, attacked. I've never seen that. Yeah, that that was that's a that's a first for me. And I think honestly, it's just a general, it's a general viewpoint of America. And it's just, we cannot stand the power that the cops represent. You're supposed to protect us. Y'all are killing us more than our enemies are. That don't make no sense. And then you, and right? then, and and then you the, throw black on black crime. It's like, bro, I don't pay my neighbor to protect you me. You cannot throw. I don't pay my neighbor. You, to, I don't do not pay, throw. I don't pay my neighbor to protect me. You, you can't throw black on black crime. It's irrelevant. You're going to kill the people that you're around most of the time. It's your environment. There's mm-hmm. white on white crime. There's Latina, Latina, Latinx and Latinx crime. There's there's Asian on Asian crime. And the numbers are relatively the same for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's inexcusable at this point. Now, what I'll say about the rioting is that it's a shame that there are people who are taking advantage of these crazy times and they're looting and they're making a mess of things. And, and obviously like, yeah, police are going to try to control that narrative to make it look like a black thing. But you want to know what's crazy about this generation of rioters versus other generations. We're supremely educated. Now there's not that much of a gap between the educated and and uneducated there. I don't know why that man thought he was going to be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And not have people look at him and be like, "Oh yeah, there's something different about you, bro." Like you're not, this ain't it. Like, people ain't stupid no more. You know what I'm saying? Like it's obvious when you don't belong, or it's obvious when you're doing something that don't make sense. You know what I mean? So I, I just feel like this was the only response that really could happen. You know what I mean? And mind you, we really don't know the background behind police corruption in Minnesota because this is the second murder, if not the third, in Minnesota. Remember, Castile was in Minnesota also. And he got shot in front of his lady with a kid in the backseat after telling the officer, following the law, and saying, yo, like, I got, 
I got a weapon. It's concealed, and I have a license, and it's under my seat. And he got shot anyway. For what? I ain't even gonna lie to you. The video that Buddha's talk about is what makes me think this is this was premeditated. Yeah. Like they arrest him outside of where they claim that he wrote the wrong check, right? Right. They walk him out of the building and to like in front of a, a a squad car that they could put him in, but they walk him across the street and then have the cop car go across the street with them away from the store. And that's where the and that's where the incident mm. where you see him on the ground took place. They away from the store. They they legit mm-hmm. took him out of the store, then put him in the squad car and I was sitting out front of the store. Legit walked him to the other yep. side of the street. And he's walking away, away from the away from the cameras and, and shit. He's walking yeah. completely fine with them too. And then the cop car follows mm. them to that spot. And then that's and then they do all that on the other on the other end of the squad car, away from the buildings. You know, you know what could have happened in my mind? I feel like it could have been a situation where he was getting arrested for some bullshit. He knew he was getting arrested for some bullshit. Recognized the cop that was arresting him. And was like, bro, I remember you, brother, da 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 You know, probably said something to, that embarrassed the cop in front of his, his co-workers. And so the cop, trying to be the tough guy he is, was like, oh, I'm going to rough this guy up a little no, bit. No, he did. He's the one. Who, and then while the guy is crying, he's screaming. He can't. I can't breathe and screaming. Do you see the guy, like, jam his knee. In, like, his knee's already on his mm-hmm. neck. And you see him jam it even more and, like, slam his head into the concrete more. As he's screaming, I can't Yeah, because, because his nose his nose ends up bleeding or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because he legit yeah. jammed his yeah, head right yeah, back yeah, into yeah. the ground. As he's screaming, and at, I can't breathe. And at that bleed. point, he's already handcuffed. And he can't get away. There's nothing he can do at that point. He's He is handcuffed. Point, you don't even need to have any guys on him. He's handcuffed. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's laying on the ground. Like, just, just, he can't yeah, just have him. somebody watching him. You know how hard it is to get up with handcuffs behind your back like that. And they went. Look, they opened the car door and laid him down. Not that the, I would know. They parked the car on the side of the street, away from the store, and then have him on the side facing the street. And it has the door open. Like they're legit covering. They have him damn near under the car. They're trying to cover everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like it almost has me thinking. Like you guys meant to do this. I can't see how you didn't mean to do this. Like why'd you arrest them and then take them away from the store that you arrested them to go put them in the car somewhere else? Wow. Like, but he's getting third. But this is, but oh, it's third degree because he didn't mean to do it. Like it's deeper than him. It's deeper than that initial time period. It's, it's the the whole entire. It's the whole. Everything needs to be consider- taken in consideration for this. And this it, this what makes you think like the justice system really trash. It's like, how do you not already like I was, they? There's no reason why after all this evidence is getting piled up that you don't change the the, the charges. The man, the, the I man, think, they I think work it's, with each other. I think it's be- what happened. They want something. They want something to stick for sure. But damn, they want something to stick without a shadow of a doubt. They don't. They don't want to leave anything up to the chance of the jury. So they want somewhere. It's like. Irrefutable evidence, and I feel that. But the man knew the man twenty years. Twenty years they knew each other, worked with each other. Yeah, that's magic. It's pretty obvious. Like I don't see how it don't stick. You arrested a man. It shows him not struggling with y'all leaving the fucking place. 
Then it shows four on one, and then him on the ground handcuffed. And then it shows you jamming your neck, your knee into his knee in his head, neck more than you already had it. And then it shows him saying, I can't breathe. And it shows him saying, not really fidgeting, just his head moving. And then it shows him losing consciousness. And you bro, knew this man personally. He was, he was already... He was already gone, bro. Like, the minute the man yelled out for his mom, I was like, oh, he gone, bro. Like, he gone, dog. He's gone. Like, he's gone. Like, his mind, because you got to think about it. The main reason why I say that is because freaking the oxygen levels that's being taken away from your brain tends to make you a little lethargic. So, when he's at that space, bro... Um, ain't not much you can do, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that junk that junk is crazy, bro. It's unbelievable. So last question before you know we sign it out. Um, do you guys feel like this is this is something for athletes to be involved in? I mean, we are a sports show, so we do have to bring it back into the context of sports in one way, shape, or form. So what do you think? Do you guys think that this is something athletes should involve themselves in? Do you think this is something that they shouldn't? Like, what what are your viewpoints? You say that again? I'm sorry. Do you think that this is something that athletes should be, like, should they should this be something that they talk about? Something For to sure. Discuss? I thought it's something anybody that has a position of influence shouldn't be talking about. Basketball players, okay. NFL players, musicians, anybody that's up there in society that has a seat at the table or half a seat at the table, way more than we have, the LeBron James's, the Dwayne Wade's, the Kobe Bryant. Oh, not, I'm sorry. The, the the Michael Jordan's, even though he don't ever want to say nothing. The freaking, the, the Jay-Z's, the J. Cole's, the Kendrick Lamar's. The, the, everybody needs to speak up because y'all are the ones with the money. Y'all are the ditties. Y'all are the ones that influence everybody outside of, you know, this type of shit that's happening. You guys influence lives every day through your music what you're putting out there through playing sports everybody sits there and, and watches your every move so there's no reason why at these times this is when all of them get quiet and they only wait for that one token nigga to be the one to speak up like how is it that there's all these rich and all these wealthy and all these uh high profile black you know celebrities and athletes but when these, these type of things happen everybody quiet they only wait for like one or two people to they clam, they clam the fuck yeah, up, it's bro. Like, bro. And they say nothing at all. And it's like, yo, y'all, that's trash. It's a hierarchy to all this. It's like you can't, y'all want like it's not, it's not only gonna come from the people that have, that are the lower class doing all this. Like if, if the people that actually have the bread ain't out here speaking up, the ones that actually have the power to make changes aren't speaking up. Then there ain't nothing for the change. If Jay Z ain't out here opening his mouth and backing up the shit he was talking, then ain't nothing to happen. Nobody's finna speak up. Yes. NFL already good for not speaking up on issues. Yes. So, but it's like they not helping. You got guys like Des Bryant. I ain't talking about. I'm not gonna let this incident not remind me of all the the good white people I know. Like nigga, shut up. That's what that's he said. what you're saying. Wow. I love you guys. I love he said yes, that? bro. Tweeted that. And they went to go cooning his ass up. They gave they they let Des Bryant ass have him. It's like, bro, what? That's what you came up with. He trying to get back on the team, Bill. 
Jerry. You talking about? You talking about Jerry? Like you feel about like Jerry. a lot of these dudes be scared of their bosses, and they don't want to say what they want to say because they don't want to get fired. They don't want to lose their jobs. These dog. dudes have connections. All these 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 owners and CEOs and whatever they got deeper connections. That cause a lot of people to shut up and not say what they need to be said. That's why Colin Kaepernick don't got no job. Facts. Because there's no reason why a person that's playing a sport that doesn't affect anything politically should be able to speak, use his freedom of speech, and all of a sudden be out of a job if y'all ain't got some kind of connections to each other. Facts. So... That's probably why they're not speaking. Jay Z don't want to stop making white people money, so he ain't want he ain't, he only gonna speak so much. Same thing with this. Yeah. They only gonna speak but so much, and then use that. Hey, no. I've been doing for the community. What everybody else doing? Like nigga, no, you ain't doing enough. Why you not president? <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Or you skipped everything and went straight to president. You're not president. Why you not? In, you feel me? Y'all at them. Y'all shouldn't be using all this money just to just keep entertaining people all day. Especially if we living in a in a corrupt system. Like you got the point where you're at the money. Y'all starting to get the age and the wisdom to be able to be in this position. Y'all born here. You born here. You know what's going on. Donald Trump is able to get in the office. Why are you not able to get into some kind of office too? You have the money now. Why you don't shift your your your? your why can't guys like Jay Z and Diddy and these guys that are the token black entertainers that have all this money? Why don't they shift? They 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 focus politically to actually helping black people and people of color and just the nation in general, minorities, and facing these and actually taking care of these issues is like. I, I commend the guys that, that like the, the Minneapolis um, senator that, that's been living in that community 53 years and now you're the senator. That's the type of shit you need to be on. If, if Jay-Z hit 50-something and he ain't running New York in some way, I ain't trying to hear shit. You gotta give a fuck about that music no more, bruh. That music ain't stopping nobody from getting killed. That's just, that music is just putting money in your pocket. Whew. So it's like you know, once you get older, you need to start being your focus needs to change. You can't be fifty, still talking about some. Yeah, I got these artists. Fuck your artists, kid. Nobody care about your artists. Nobody care about your wife. Nobody care about Coachella. Nobody care about none of that. <laughs> um, I I mean I agree with everything Dylan's been saying. Not gonna lie, so I don't really need to reiterate. <laughs> Facts. He, I mean, he pretty much said it all. Um. So, yeah, I think athletes definitely do need to be a part of it. I think more importantly, um, a certain situation that I can remember um, was, and I, I think you guys can remember it too, was during the uh, the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm-hmm. How, like, the whole city got together and then, like, Celtics and Red Sox and, like, that whole, the whole athletic community of Boston got behind the city. That's when they made, like, Boston strong and stuff like that. I think that regardless of what the league is going to say, I think the athletes in Minnesota should definitely do something to that extent, to be honest. Um, Beyond anything else, I mean, like, I feel like it's time for 
all big name athletes to say something. It doesn't matter what your background is, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. Like we need to hear from some of these other athletes. You know, I understand that, you know, your job is to just play sports or whatever. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're still part of society. They don't got to say a lot. Not expecting a whole press conference. You know what I mean? But it'd be cool to see some tweets here and there. Right? Something on Instagram. You know what I mean? Just something saying like, hey, like this isn't right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a life. And, you know, like, I I understand people are like, oh, well, there's, like, LeBron and stuff. But I feel like a guy like LeBron, like, it's cool to hear from him. But it's almost become expectation at this point. Yeah, he can't do it so, alone. That's the thing. It's like, it's the same people always. It's the same people. Jay-Z folded. Once he let Cap, once he started turning on Cap, yeah, that was, it was like, you already, I already see what side of the I already see what side of the coin you playing. He's that, that tweener. He's going to play both sides of the coin. I'm he sees him. both sides, but he's going to he's gonna always he's gonna always side logically with the side that has the revenue. Exactly. Regardless of the fact. And he don't... They, they, right. A lot of these dudes, they're not going to be 100 and just say that out front. So it's like, man, come on, son. I ain't trying yeah. to. I don't care about none of them shits these people doing. If I don't hear Beyonce, I don't want to hear no Beyonce praises if Beyonce don't open her mouth. And if, if she don't do nothing, if she don't even send out a tweet, I don't see why niggas going to Coachella. I don't see why niggas going to this, this, that, and the third. I ain't supporting none of these. I shouldn't be supporting none of these people if they can't even speak up on these on these topics. People that got sense too. I ain't talking about a Boosie or Wayne or somebody. Them niggas ain't got no sense, and we've been through that. But, but people that's actually out here, man, you can't expect shit from you Lil Wayne and Lil Boosie. Them niggas don't know nothing. You're like, I, you're like, I don't want to hear from none of these other guys. I want to hear from the ones that got they some got kind some of sense. social yeah, sense. I don't care what Lil Wayne or, or Boosie or fucking Charlemagne the guy got to say. Fuck that. Hey, Charlemagne yeah, be spitting though. Charlemagne be saying some real shit though. Yeah, but it gets negated by a lot of the dumb shit he says. So it's like it's kind of hard to ride with him because it's like well, you're not consistent enough. No, I feel, but like when he talks about like real issues and real shit like that, he's usually pretty pretty poignant about it. Like he say a lot of dumb shit, but like when it comes to like real shit, oh. I need I need that's true. I need the Coles and the Kendricks and the and the Denzels, Facts. Denzel, Will Smith, yes. Oprah, J Cole, J Cole definitely needs to be saying stuff and Kendrick because they they supposed to be the they supposed to be the thinkers. Exactly. Oh, y'all saw that thing of Denzel helping the homeless dude. Fuck the homeless dude, nah. Denzel. He was he was escalating a situation between a homeless dude and cops. This black homeless dude. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I fuck with that. Yeah, like cops was like getting up in the shit, and like Denzel like basically made a barrier between them and and the homeless Man, guy. You ain't gonna shoot Denzel. Yeah, and he kind of like oh, talked. No. He kind of talked down. Denzel, you ain't gonna make it. Fact. He, they they kind of he kind of like de-escalated the whole situation, and like they were able to arrest the guy peacefully. They would have shot that man if Denzel like wasn't there. Probably. <laughs> Probably. They would have gave that man work. But yeah, those are the people we need to hear from. The Will Smiths, the damn, the, the Idris. Well, Idris ain't worrying about y'all. This ain't his shit. So you're saying... Like, I'm so you're saying... you trying to tell you trying to tell Will he needs to step back out the studio? He don't need to be in no studio, but he need to be somewhere. Well, he, he been to, he been in the studio. I'm saying he need to come out the studio and, and start talking yeah, to Yeah, he need to talk. He need to go on a new song. He need to speak up. Post. <laughs> Do something, bitch. You got influence. You got pull. 
Isn't he the one that said that racism? Um, he did. Hasn't gotten like any better, or I mean, any worse, or something like that. It's, it's just getting, getting filmed. filmed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and he's absolutely right. You feel me? The only thing that separates us from men and now is, is video. I'll be real with you. I think if the video does bring does bring it some some like not clarity, but it does get it some uh, publicity. But I think racism back then was worse. Yeah, and it definitely was. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. It, it was. Sure. It was. It was definitely yeah. worse, way worse. But well, that's just because now we have more open-minded people, and those bigots are starting to slowly die off. This was getting hosed. He was getting hosed, and, and you couldn't even ride your bike down the street. Like, so listen, like there was a point in time, like every time the KKK would like ride out and mobilize, like a black person was gonna die. Yeah, and so that really imagine how many itself, imagine how many undocumented that's scary murders there was back then. Facts. Facts. Yep, absolutely. Straight undocumented, so, yeah, just man. to kill them. Ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah, man, that junk, that junk is crazy, man. And you know, like I know, like we're a sports podcast and and stuff like that. But I think like these issues directly affect us too, and I think they directly affect our listeners. And I think there's so many more layers to it than just sports. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think it's cool for us to, you know, say our views and our opinions on this. You know, especially since we're, we're all kind of from different backgrounds. Like, you know, Dylan, you spent majority of your youth in France, right? So, like, your your upbringing is a little different. So, it is cool to hear, like, your standpoint because, so like you know, you... Well, elementary, actually, right. I, spent those, I spent, like, really half and half. I, I did half my childhood in France, half my childhood in, in West Palm Beach. So, it's like... I got to feel it as a child in in the city down here. Cause I was right. here from what you saw, you saw, you saw, you saw it on two different spectrums, though. Oh, I think sure. like it might, but what's crazy is in, in France, in, I didn't even feel in it. France is a little different. And I didn't feel it. Right, I was gonna say it's a little different. I didn't, it's a little different. You don't feel that? You feel it in weird. You feel it in. It's it's definitely not the same, and it's definitely not as serious. At the same time, people That's back there, right. people over in France, ain't they ain't got time for all that. It's like you. It's like it's more of an individual thing. It's not like a. It, it, it's like yeah. At the end of the day, you, you, you people can feel that, the way you, you feel. That are, you but, can feel the way you feel, right. but then everybody gets treated the same regardless. It's like everybody right. gets the access to everything. So it's like if you feel that way right. about people, it's just that's how you are. It's like cool, whatever to each his own. But it's not right. a. It's not a widely. It's gonna be unless it's like you know they have they had the issues with some of the the, the guys on the French national team, but. Other than that, like it's not a widely governed. Just everybody thinks like that type of mindset over there. They actually like they love niggas, right? <laughs> but I mean, that's it's true. You get down here, so and I mean, you started seeing the divide. It's like, damn. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like it's cool to hear Buddha your standpoint because I mean, you know, you're you're white, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I, you have a. You have a really high social IQ, and you kind of you kind of understand how things go. I think you're very open minded with your approaches, and and you you do peep both sides. And I think like it's important for people to kind of see those sides of us too, and understand like you know these things do affect us, and this is personally how we feel. I appreciate you that. You know, so you know it's it's, and- it's cool for you to have that platform to speak because I think like in any other retrospect, I don't think people would give you that opportunity to speak because. You're white, and sometimes like we need we need that that support from our white friends that do understand what marginalized communities go through. For sure, I mean, and and without a doubt, this is this is just modern day lynching. 
I mean, white people. Yes, white, so white people are that's, the most ex- that's exactly yeah, what it if is. You ask me, white people are the most important component of this uh, for shit to change. Because if white people ain't gonna listen to niggas, they are gonna listen to other white people. In my opinion, Fact. if, if you gonna listen to anybody else and tell and, and be like, "Oh yeah, you right," it ain't gonna be somebody black because you already don't you already feel a type of way. So if somebody that looks like you told you like, "Nah, bro, we really have been tripping," <laughs> or the way y'all think is kind of throw. And they look like you, then yeah. it's it's better. They might that might stick more. You feel me? It's, it takes way. It's gonna take way more than just black people and, and minorities running their mouth and doing this, this, that, and the third for change to actually happen. Like if that's all we baking on, tra- I promise you, it'll never happen. It will never happen. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. And and I appreciate you sharing them standpoints. You know what I mean? I appreciate you fellas. You know, like, you know, because it was something I did want to talk about. And I, I was a little, I don't say nervous per se. Like, I just was like, eh, I don't really know. Like, especially this week, I don't know about y'all, but these events this week has definitely put me in a funk. So it was like, it, it's cool yeah. to be able to, to use this platform for us to kind of get our angst and our feelings out too, you know, because like this does affect us. Like the dude for me, bro, the thing that, that kind of hit home for me is that it's another guy who looks just like me a big black guy and then they the one of the pictures they posted was a picture with him and i'm guessing like his daughter or niece or whatever sitting on his lap and he's like being goofy with her and stuff like that i'm like damn like it's a regular ass dude like just a regular dude you know what i mean and, and that that's scary dog you know what i'm saying like that, it's a scary it's a scary reality that we live in that you know you you get stopped a routine traffic stop could literally be your last that's scary mm-hmm. I, cu- I I I couldn't I couldn't watch the video more than once. Like it shit, it 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 really broke me down just watching, bro. You're just watching the life fade from somebody, bro. And that shit, yeah, it's bro. just hard. It's heartbreaking, yeah. bro. Yeah, absolutely. Because like the other videos we've seen, and this this is what I was trying to explain the other day. This is this is kind of an unprecedented an unprecedented time and an unprecedented video. Because most of the videos that we see, with the exception of um, Eric Garner, I believe Eric Garner, we kind of saw, but the video the footage wasn't as in your face per se right philando philando was one philando's one but even with philando like philando tamir rice the those were quick it was like and it is what it is this one was slow yeah it 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 hurt to legit Mm. be just speaking gibberish to legit no more and they not yeah yeah and that that's they probably they didn't look at like they really didn't check not one time during that entire they didn't listen to not one thing of citizen said as if the shit the citizens say don't matter like I know all why because I have a badge and that's the people have that's the problem people been having with y'all is the fact that y'all think because you have this badge that everything you say is law everything you say makes sense everything you do makes sense and it's like no nigga like you're not the smartest person alive and. You don't know if somebody's a medical person next to you that could be sitting there telling you, like, hey, he looks like there might be something wrong with him. And you just completely ignore it. That's the type of thing that made me feel like, yo, this is medicine. You wanted this man to die. For you to comp- just right. ignore the people like that. You wanted that man to die. That's sick. Yeah. You need to get checked. Make friends and you stop letting them. I've been saying that for a while. I need to stop letting these weirdos, which I know are weirdos, walk around y'all circles. No, they throw. You're part of the problem. Facts. So yeah, man. Uh, I mean, if anybody has any other points to say, 
Uh, I can go to Underrated Bars of Fame. I found a fitting song for what we were talking about. Um, is there any more viewpoints? Or are you guys good to go? Or No, I'm good to go, bro. All right. So, this song is called Land of the Free by uh, Joey Badass. It comes from his album, All American Badass. And I just think it's a very fitting song. And it's one of my favorite songs from that album. And it was one of my favorite albums of, I want to say this came out 2017. I could be wrong. I feel like it was. I think it was all in 2017. It was definitely one of my favorite albums of that year. It might be one of my favorite albums, period, just because it was really good. It was 2017, correct. Um, so I'll get started. Lander Free. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think they don't truly understand me, you know, because they don't. Can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Die from the sickness if we don't seek the health. All lies be my witnesses when I speak what's felt. Full house on my dealt, well, my bad. Full house on my hands, the cards I was dealt. Three Ks, two A's in America. I'm just a black, uh, I'm just a black spade spawned out the nebula. And everything I do or say today that's worthwhile, will for sure inspire actions in your first child. I'll begin my verse now. Sometimes I speak and I feel like it ain't my words. Like I'm just a vessel channeling inside this universe. I feel my ancestors unrested inside of me. It's like they want me to shoot my chance in changing society. But how do I go about it? Tell me where I start. My destiny rerouted when I chose to follow heart. You told to follow suit, but tell me what it do for you. Except where you down, now you trapped inside this cubicle. They built for us. The first step in the change is to take notice. Realize the real games that they try to show us. 300 plus years of them cold shoulders, yet 300 million of us still got no focus. Sorry, America, but I will not be a soldier. Obama just wasn't enough. I need some more closure. No, some more closure. And Donald Trump is not equipped to take this country over. Let's face facts because we know what's the real motives. It's in the land of the free is free of full loaders. Oh, my bad. In the land of the free is full of free loaders. Leave us dead in the street to be their Ogendorners. They disorganized my people, made us all loners. Still got the last names of our slave owners. In the land of the freest full of freeloaders. Leave us dead in the street to be their Ogendorners. They disorganized my people, made us all loners. We can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Die from the sickness if we don't seek the health. All eyes be my witness when I speak was felt. Full house on my hands, the cards I was dealt. Three K's to a, two A's in America. I'm just a black spade spawned out the nebula, and everything I do or say today is worthwhile, will for sure inspire action. Trickery in the system, put my niggas in prison, all our history hidden, ain't no liberty given. We all fit the description of what the document's written, we've been lacking the vision and barely making a living. We too worried to fit in, while they've been benefiting, every time you submit in, we all guilty, admit it. The Lord won't get you acquitted, but you still ask for forgiveness, put opiates and syringes, and inject his religion. How many times do I got to tell you I'm a man on a mission? How many times I got to tell you I don't need no permission? I, a human a human with supervision ain't no living condition. I'm reaching out to my children just hoping that they will listen. Start a new coalition against corrupt politicians. It's, it's not enough pots to piss in. Too many murder convictions. Another family evicted. Another black man a victim. That's as real as it's getting. You should take recognition. In the land of the free is full of freeloaders. Leave us dead in the street to be their organ donors. They disorganized my people, made us all loners. Still got the last name of our slave owners. In the land of the free is full of freeloaders. Leave us dead in the streets and meet our organ donors. They, dis they disorganized my people, made us all loners. 
We can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Die from the sickness if we don't seek the health. All lies be my witness when I speak what's felt. Full house on my hands of cards I was dealt. Three K's, two A's in America. I'm just a black spade pawn out the nebula. And everything I do or say is worthwhile. Will for sure inspire action in your first child. Joy badass. Land of the free. All-American badass. Underrated bars of fame. For sure. As a fire song, bro. If y'all have not listened to that song, I did it no justice. Just listen to it yourself. I feel like that whole album you should listen to because he he definitely, he definitely, I think the next couple of weeks I'll do a couple of songs off of this album, but he does really well. I, I think one of my favorite parts is when he says, full house on my hands, the card I was dealt, three K's, two A's in America. So it's like America with KKK mm-hmm. and two A's, like a full house. And he's like, I'm just a black spade spawned out the nebula. I love that. That's deep, that's, that's deep words right there. So. Yeah, man. Underrated Bars fan, man. So, I mean, if, if we're good here, I mean, Booty, you can you can let them know where they can where they can reach us at through email. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And Twitter. Balls underscore podcast. Well, I feel like with that coming out of your mouth that indicates that we are done um we really appreciate y'all listening to us again for the 141th time um or 141st time excuse me uh y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world but y'all listening to us and we really appreciate that just keep riding with us and we're gonna keep giving you good ass content that you can vibe to with that being said we out of here y'all be safe silly nip bye hoes Little scallywags. <laughs>